uncut. In today's episode, it's all about massage, the power of touch, and everyone's favorite, self-care. I am Eastside designer Alex, and today I'm with downtown massage therapist Alexis. Hello, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me, Alex. I'm glad to be here. So we just met in the elevator, so I really don't know much. So why don't you start and tell us a little bit about yourself in general, your background in the, his, in the industry? Absolutely. So I've been with Neroli for a little bit over a year, um, but I have been practicing for about five years. Um, I have kind of moved from spot to spot trying to kind of feel, you know, um, what area and what kind of click I should be in. What kind I, of culture you want to be a part right, of. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay, so what made you want to do massage? Did you do anything before or is this kind of you graduated high school and knew you wanted to do this? Right. So I always have kind of been that type of person that's a healer, a nurturer. So I was kind of thinking about nursing, but long hours was kind of a struggle for me yeah. personally. Um, so I'm actually the oldest of four and I saw my mother go through, you know, three other pregnancies, always being in pain and my dad's a carpenter. So it was just kind of seeing my parents come home on a day-to-day basis, just being absolutely exhausted, their bodies are hurting, you know, you're not having that family connection time that everybody needs, especially nowadays. Yeah. Um, but so, you know, it was kind of more going towards the path of how can I help people while still helping myself as well. Wow, that's awesome. Um, so you went to how many other salons were you at before you decided on Neroli? Right, so like I said, I've been practicing for about five years now. I've probably been in about three different spots, anywhere from a clinical setting to specifically massage. But especially being with Aveda and our Ayurvedic culture, it definitely incorporates a lot more of that self-care that I've myself been trying to practice as well. Awesome. Okay. So what's your favorite thing about massage? Like what's the best part about doing this job? My favorite thing is seeing a client who comes in just either so stressed or overwhelmed or in pain and just seeing that smile, just looking at them and seeing just all that tension drain Yeah. and knowing that, you know, it only took 50 minutes or 80 minutes out of your day. It's so busy, but just some self-care time Yeah. to know that you made that guest happy. That just is the best feeling ever. I agree. That's the same thing with hair, seeing it and the smile, you're like, okay, this right. is it. This is why I'm doing it. I made a difference. This is why we work Makes so it hard. worth it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what's your favorite go-to massage or your favorite massage to get personally? So both would be the same answer, probably the signature massage. Oh, okay. um, absolutely. I don't think I could ever personally do 50 minutes again, so it always is an 80, always a nice treat. Um, but I say signature because it really showcases what that therapist has to offer them themselves. Oh, cool. So then you can know this is a fit, this is not a fit. Right, right. And you know, it's also catered to what you're looking for too. Awesome. Um, so I really don't do a lot of massages. I remember when I was in school, they really told us over and over again, you have to, it's ergonomics, you are on your feet, you're using your hands, your shoulders all day. It's very important to do massages, not as, you know, just a casual, oh, I'm just going to relax, but as a self-care, you kind of need to do it to take care of your body in this industry. Absolutely. And I feel like there's a lot of other industries like that as well. We're not the only ones that are on our feet. 
Um, but I'm excited to learn more because I feel like this can pertain to so many different people, not as just a decadent thing to do. You know, you can look at it in a totally different light. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay, so, I mean, obviously we have locked down human touches. <laughs> that was really taken away from us. Definitely. Um, but human contact is, like, so important. And human touch is very important. Um, I mean, I know when I do hair, I just, like, hold my hands on their shoulders. And it's, you know, the intentional touch. It's the longer touch. But you can feel them just kind of, okay, now I'm starting to relax. And that's just the bare minimum. Why don't you go in a little bit more about the power of touch and the psychology behind it? Absolutely. So there are kind of two types of people, people that either enjoy touch or people that don't. Um, sometimes it could kind of be a nerve thing or it could just be, um, unfortunately, that particular person hasn't had a positive experience with positive touch. A lot of it is, you know, it might sound cliche, but vibes, vibing the energy between people. It's a huge thing. It definitely yeah. is. I mean, even with hair, too, if you're not getting that right vibe, you're just not going just to enjoy life. the experience. Just in life. You can <laughs> understand the person's vibe very easily. Definitely. So, you know, um, first off, making sure they feel comfortable um, is going to let them kind of sedate a little bit with our foot soaks as well, warming up that body getting the circulation flowing even before we start the positive touch too. Um, and that's another thing too with our sensory journey, touching on the shoulders, making sure that they feel comfort too. Um, but then actually getting into the massage, it increases your circulation, whether it's relaxing or deep tissue, kind of what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. um, and then it just, like I said, increases circulation, um, helps with stagnation of blood or tension. And then it actually releases um, dopamines, which are like your happy hormones. Mm -hmm. So um, I always say if, you know, some people, especially after lockdown, when they get a massage, they kind of start to laugh, like a nervous laugh. Um, just because they're one, not used to it. Right, right. It's been so many months. And then people are still like, I don't know if this is okay, which it completely is. We're completely yeah. sanitary. Um, but it's just... Getting to that point where you feel so relaxed that you just kind of zone out and that's just kind of, you know, rebalancing and resetting your body. So, you know, have you had a situation where, I have definitely had it myself, where some people you can tell are just not wanting to be touched or they're uncomfortable with it. How do you go about that if you can tell, you know, you set your hand on them and you can kind of feel them pull away a little bit. How do you do that as a professional to address that? Absolutely. First off, I want to make sure that they feel comfortable temperature-wise. Sometimes when you're oh, cold, yeah. you feel really tense. Yeah. Um, and that could make me think that maybe they don't like that positive touch, but maybe they're just cold. Yeah. Another thing I really do is um, kind of like subtle energy work. So usually I do pick up if they feel uncomfortable, but just walking them through the breathing techniques. You know, you scroll through Facebook or Instagram and it says, relax your jaw. Take totally. a nice yeah. deep breath. <laughs> you know, so keeping your hands on the body while telling them to take that nice deep breath, which excuse me, with each breath you take, try to take a deeper one, getting more and more into your relaxation state. So it's kind of combining um, meditation and breathing 
I know, again, it kind of seems like self-care is trending, but it's really meant something that we've always yeah. needed. So, you know, just taking, you know, two to five minutes out of your day to just sit there and take a nice deep breath and just relax. Yeah. It's a big deal. Okay, so you did say that your favorite massage was the signature. So let's go over the type of massages that Neroli offers. Some are super specific and some are standard, and I know the signature is kind of the standard massage. Right. So can you go over the difference between the signature and then the deep tissue? Sure, so um, like I said, signature is kind of more catered to what you're looking for. It's kind of the trademark of what the massage therapist would give as themselves. Deep tissue is um, about the same, you know, it's definitely more targeted on muscles that you're feeling more tension in, um, obviously with deeper pressure too, and there are you know techniques with your elbows as well. And um, personally, the way that I perform my deep tissues is it does not have to hurt to help. I've had a couple of people come in, they're like, you know, I want heavier pressure, but I don't want to leave hurting. Yeah. Um, but like I said, that's my personal preference. Some people are like, you know, I want to hurt when I come out. Yeah. I'm like I can definitely give you my best, but. Um, making that professional recommendation of who would be best for your next yeah. session. Awesome. Okay, and then these two I have, I don't know anything about, the Thai Massage and the Shiatsu. Absolutely. So Thai Massage is from Thailand. It is performed a little bit differently than a regular massage. It is placed, uh, a mat is placed on the ground and it's more of a deep body stretch. So it's not necessarily a massage per se, you do keep your clothing on, um, but it's just more stretching, getting into your ligaments, um, all within your range of comforts. And then uh, shiatsu is actually um, derived from Japan. It's um, a modality with bare feet. So that's what you see when they're hanging from the ceilings to brace themselves. It is similar to deep tissue, um, but ashiatsu is a little bit more broader because you're using your feet, which tend to be a little bit more wider with more pressure. Um, so deep tissue can be a little bit more specific and deep, where ashiatsu is more broad and deep. Um, I personally don't care for deep tissue. Yeah. I kind of like to be a little bit more comforted. Yeah. But I did have an ashiatsu, and that was actually really nice. You could still get the pressure while still feeling comfortable. Nice. Awesome. Um, and then the chakra balancing. Yes, so I love the chakra massages. Um, like I said, especially doing subtle energy work regardless. That one's really good. It's been um, very popular since COVID just to kind of, you know, self-care again, really finding yourself. It goes through seven of your chakras and they all correlate to different aspects of your life. So what we would do is we would place out seven cards. They each have different uh, meditative words and a color associated with them, as well as the chakra symbol itself. So when you book one, we lay all seven out and we have you pick three that correlate with you. Out of those three, we'll give you a specific aroma to choose from. And then whichever one you choose is kind of what you're imbalanced with. So then we would place um, stones on those chakras and then do some balancing energy work. We used to do the chakra balancing at in school, and it really does. When you pick the cards, it's very true to 
what you are and balanced it. And I was, because I had no idea about it before, but I really, really enjoyed that one. It's an amazing experience. Yeah. Um, okay, also, so there's massages that incorporate tools as well, like washa, um, which I'm not familiar with. Do you offer washa treatments for the whole body? So washa is something that is pretty similar to deep tissue kind of getting in there like you said it is a tool roughly the size of your hand that has some kind of like divots and crevices in there to like really get into specific muscles um traditionally they are made out of um crystals like precious crystals mm -hmm. like jade or uh, rose quartz but what that is is it can be on a full body but probably not recommended because what it is is you're really getting deep into those tissues and uh, promoting circulation and bringing out stagnation. Um, it leaves a pretty gnarly looking mark on it okay. because you are getting really in there. Um, if you even Google pictures of it, you'll see that it almost looks like a big bruise. Okay. So you're getting that far in. Um, Pain-wise, it might be a little bit painful again, like I said, because you are getting really deep into those muscles. Um, so it's not really specific not for, for a whole body or yeah. right or perfect for everyone, yeah. but more so kind of like sports injuries or chronic pain. Okay, awesome. It probably would be good for some hairstylists. Definitely up in your shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and then the hot stone massage. Who would you recommend that to? I mean, everybody that likes yeah. to be warm, um, that's a good one. You know, there are some contraindications if you do run a little bit warmer or have, you know, specifically high blood pressure, any problems with your heart because it does raise your blood pressure, yeah. um, especially being warm too. Um, but besides that, I mean, everybody that likes to be warm or likes deeper pressure, that helps us get deeper into your muscles because your muscles are already warm. Um, and then you can just use the stone as a tool as well. Nice. So is that kind of halfway in between a deep tissue and a signature? I would say so. Definitely for people who want just, you know, a little bit more pressure but still want to stay warm, I think a hot stone would be a perfect alternative for those. Awesome. Um, and then let's talk about cupping. Um, I know a lot of girls at work do the cupping massage, which also leaves some beautiful little bruises <laughs> on you. Um, and I think this one's kind of trendy, for sure. It definitely is. Um, I think the person that broke it into its trendiness was Michael Phelps. Everybody saw that. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> um, so besides actually getting a massage, this is what I personally do for myself is cupping. Um, it's more specific to areas, uh, you know, especially being a hair designer, it's usually your shoulders, which correlate right. into your arms as well. So what you would do is you would put those cuppings, um, which here we use silicon cups. Other people use glass and fire, but we only use the silicon ones here. Um, so what it does is it does almost the same thing like the Kishwan does as well, but it feels really comfortable. It's not painful at all. And we just kind of go along that muscle until the cup itself doesn't move. And that kind of means that there's stagnation or a knot right there. Ideally, knots kind of form where the tissues and the muscles join. So it's kind of, you know, if it is neck or muscle pain, it's typically in a specific area. 
So we would just leave those cups on there, and it does take a couple of minutes to work its magic. But um, cupping is definitely really great for anybody that uses their body in general and yeah. then have chronic pain as well. That's interesting. I didn't know that you did the pressure and then wherever it stops is kind of an indication there is a knot there and you need to kind of work it out. Definitely. So do you just massage with the cups or you kind of just let the cups do its thing? So ideally a little bit of both. If we are able to massage with the cups, then maybe cupping isn't the best session for you because it's not necessarily picking Working. up yeah. right, the deeper tension yeah. in the muscles. So typically, you know, I would start and kind of just slide down the body until it grasps on something. Yeah. But if it grasps right away, I just kind of let it sit there and take its time. Oh, that's really cool. I had no idea about that. I'm definitely going to get a cupping out. Oh, definitely. How many cups do you usually put on somebody? So it kind of depends on their frame. Um, obviously, you know, one frame can hold yeah, a couple more, more cups than yeah. another. Typically, it's anywhere from about, I'd say, 6 to 10, Okay. depending on also the tension areas, too. Sometimes yeah. people's backs are completely fine, and they could have 12 cups on their shoulders, Yeah. you know, or like two cups on their shoulders. So it just kind of okay. depends on um, what you're looking to accomplish that day of the session. So how long are the cups on you for? Ideally, I like to leave them on for about 15 to 30 minutes, depending oh, wow. on okay. the session time. The longer you keep them on there, the more it's going to continue to pull. It's like a vacuum effect. Yeah. So it's pulling up all of that stagnation and any toxins in the body as well. And um, like you said, they leave marks too. Yeah. The longer you leave them on, the more time it has to bring stuff up. And that's going to leave that darker mark. Um, if there is stagnation in the blood, which is just like blood not particularly moving through that area, yeah. uh, it could be like a dark purple, almost black. Really? Uh, That's why it's that color. Yeah, absolutely. It's not necessarily how hard it's on. It's right. It's that yeah. vacuum effect. That's super cool. <laughs> okay, like really want one now. Okay, wait, so can you get a normal massage and then add this on, or is this a specific type of massage? Absolutely, we can add them on. Um, for instance, I had a guest yesterday who was her first time cupping, a little bit nervous. I discussed the same thing that we discussed here. You know, they're gonna leave marks. It doesn't, they're not gonna hurt. If you go and touch them, they're not gonna hurt or yeah. anything. But you know, that's the thing. We kind of go in there, warm up the tissues first anyway, and then we put the cups on. If for some reason you feel like the cups aren't um, particularly comfortable, then we could just take them off. Like I said, they could be done as add-ons as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we'll be talking later. I would <laughs> like to do that. Um, okay, so let's jump into... There is about 100 pregnant people I know right now. I feel like everyone got pregnant in quarantine. Oh um, so you do massages on pregnant ladies. And just talk about the differences of why there is a specific type for pregnant ladies versus not. Absolutely. Um, so obviously when you're pregnant, your body starts to develop. And we have specific bolsters so that the whole body can be comfortable, especially um, with your baby bump. We want to make sure that you feel comfortable and there's enough padding so everything's yeah. not getting, you know, smushed or anything. Because obviously we want to make sure you feel comfortable. Um, every 
beautiful pregnant lady that walks through is so happy that they can finally lay on their stomach. Yeah. So um, the only difference would be um, pressure-wise, especially in your lower back. That's obviously a major complaint because you're carrying a beautiful baby inside, mm -hmm. which is causing um, a little bit more tension and pull on your back. Typically, we don't do deep pressure in the lower back because you're going to release that tension, which is helping you keep your posture. Okay. So I always say, you know, see me the 39-week, 40-week month, and then we'll really get in there to loosen stuff up, especially your hips too. To prepare. Right, to prepare for delivery. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it is just a little bit more of the positive touch because especially women that are pregnant now are still nervous if COVID's still going to be going on yeah. when they deliver. So, you know, just making sure that they have that positive touch, knowing that they have that reinforcements. Yeah. And just making sure they feel comfortable and ready. That's awesome. I have a sister-in-law who's pregnant, so that's something mm -hmm. to think about. Definitely. Yeah, that's a nice, nice Christmas, Christmas gift. gift. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, and then for massages, is there anything that you would consider too much, or can you just kind of go at it as much as you want? If money was no option, could you get as many massages as you want? I mean, it varies from body to body. Um, you know, some people would say I would come in weekly, some people are every other month. Um, being in massage school, we had massages every day, which sounds amazing, but amazing. what a treat. Right. <laughs> but it almost gets to that point where it could be like overstimulating your body. Yeah. So um, I would say at most, unless it's a super chronic injury that you're really trying to get out, yeah. at that point it would probably be once a week, but I would say minimum um, every other week or every two weeks. Okay. But ideally every month is perfect, just so you can, uh, excuse me, just so you can become more aware of your body. Yeah. I'm sure you can feel a huge difference once you do it for a couple months. Absolutely. Your you know, definitely. Awesome. Um, okay, so what are some techniques you can tell people to do at home to do some self-care for the body? Definitely. Um, so with a lot of people working from home, especially on their computers, uh, you know, they're sitting in different positions. They don't have the same chairs. So a lot of people are coming in with lower back pain, neck, shoulders, just from looking down. Yeah. My top suggestion for everyone, easier said than done, is going back and forth between icing and heating. That is called contrast therapy. So when we're in this repetitive motion of looking down, typing, we start to feel the same pain. Yeah. Because you're doing it daily, you can't really switch up how you do it. So usually there leads to inflammation and tightness of the muscles. So ice is going to help with the inflammation where he's going to allow those muscles to stay nice and relaxed. Okay. Ideally, you want to keep them on 20 minutes each going back and forth. But like I said, easier said than done. So just an ice pack, what would you recommend for the icing? Yeah, so I mean, everybody probably has like a bag of peas or carrots or something yeah, in their just freezer. that on. Right, as long as it's just something that's cold and compact. Okay. Um, people ask, can I use BioFreeze? You can if you are you know, feeling a little bit sore and have things to do, but if you're at home and you're doing some self-care, I definitely recommend something a little bit more like ice or those ice packs. And then for the warm, those things you can what, put in the microwave? 
Yeah, so ideally you want moist heat. A lot of people have like heated blankets, which are good, um, but it doesn't necessarily get into your skin like a moist heat would. Yeah. So uh, you could recommend, even if you have some essential oils at home too, okay. getting a hand towel or something that will fit the area that you're trying to um, self-care. Putting, you know, getting it wet, wringing it out, putting some essential oils, and tossing it in your microwave for about 30 seconds until it's warm. Oh, okay. So easy. Yeah, definitely. Wow. I'm learning a lot, just so you know. Um, okay. So, also, yes, this is a big thing. What do you do after you get a massage? Right. So, especially after a massage, you want to make sure that you are hydrating. Yeah. Everybody always says hydrating. I know it also sounds cliche, but... At that point, take this opportunity to kind of detox and refresh your body. You already have all your blood circulating and, you know, just take it as a new start. We offer our detox water, which I always recommend with lemon and ginger, just because that helps with inflammation as well. Okay. Um, so, you know, just being mindful of how you feel now versus how you felt before and just staying mindful of your self-care and stretching and hydrating. Awesome. All right, well, thank you so much, Alexis. That was awesome. Thanks I learned me. a lot. Um, are there any final thoughts or how can we follow you? What is your socials? Yeah, so I am on Instagram at alexis.michelle underscore LMT. Perfect, awesome. And that's it for the Power of Touch. Have a great day. Thank you.